You're listening to the Veteran Etc. Podcast, as there's always more to be said about a veteran. Join your host, Mike Kim, a veteran, ex-monk, season war trauma therapist, and writer, as he shares his years of research in veteran readjustment culture and the meaning of warrior life. Now, here's your host, Mike Kim. Veteran, etc. This is a show about veteran culture, but not just veteran culture, veteran readjustment culture. So these are words that I use, veteran readjustment culture, to describe the daily lives of veterans in their special events, in their writings, in their musical and video recordings, in the different artifacts that help define the veteran reality. Your host, Mike Kim, a veteran who served the military four different times from 1986 until 2009, and then in a hybrid capacity all the way until 2017. This episode on veteran, etc., focuses on the Marine Corps' integration study tied to its boot camp training facilities, a deeper understanding. The military back in 2015 started a, or I should say, completed a study that involved having female personnel and male personnel put into training scenarios. And they were, they were examined, they were tested. And this project was to see if all military personnel would be integrated in regards to gender, fully integrated. A number of critics have criticized that research study in 2015 to be biased and basically steered to produce outcomes that would limit females in the military. In 2020, the Marine Corps, to be objective, chose the University of Pittsburgh to look at its boot camp facilities and conduct an 18-month study to basically see how they were going to integrate into the military. The bottom line is this. In 2020, the Marine Corps needs to integrate. That is an act of legislation that basically has five years to have Marines integrated in their training facilities. This essay is a far cry from the New York Times post-December 22nd. 22 frontline article that deals with Marines not using the salutation, yes, sir, no, sir. Let me start off by saying that when I graduated from boot camp in 1987, there was only one training battalion that had their recruits use the title sir or ma'am in regards to a recruit addressing a drill instructor or a non-commissioned officer, an NCO. It was 3rd Battalion that used, sir, yes, sir, sir, no, sir. That's how you would respond to a drill instructor. So what do we have here that's the problem? We have a group of people inciting worries that the Marine Corps is going to lose its standard by going through all these different recommendations that are made through this more objective research study 
There's 735 pages. Unlike the, the previous research study that was done in 2015, it was actually signed and also registered as an official peer-reviewed research study and its findings sent towards journals that are recognized in quantitative as well as qualitative research. It was a mixed study. There is qualitative as well as quantitative data used for the study, and it sounds like it accomplished its goal for a key standard in research, and that's, can it be valid? Can it be generalizable? Can the research study show similar patterns if it's administered again? Can it be observable? All of these things are part of the high standard of research that are outside of the rhetoric that's maybe featured in the Marine Corps Times or in the New York Post to push a particular agenda. I don't know what that agenda is. I just know that it seems as though those reporting on this research study aren't including the other factors, the other situations tied to the research study. The findings of the research study truly influence Lieutenant General Liams, who's in charge of the different Marine Corps training facilities. He immediately went down to the different facilities to investigate himself and not interrogate those in charge, but to just help encourage that integration is moving in a positive manner to meet the five-year goal. In the research study, there aren't just numbers of female recruits in the Marine Corps who discuss different challenges, but there are also serious testimonials that I think are helpful, positive and negative, to help the military integrate. Because when we know the different challenges, we can consider solutions. And the Marine Corps has about two years to integrate its camp facilities. So when discussing all of these issues regarding the gender identifiers, yes, sir, no, sir, please know that that was only part of the research study and it wasn't led by some type of woke fringe group or think tank. It was set up by the University of Pittsburgh and it's a credible research site recognized not just by the government, but other research facilities in academia. It was administered the Neuromuscular Research Lab slash Warrior Human Performance Research Center. And there was also assistance provided by a partnering university of South Carolina and also the University of Maryland. Policy research, sociology, as well as sports medicine and rehabilitation have been an integrated, interdisciplinary approach towards understanding the health, morale, and wellness of integrated troops. And so for people to criticize the research study, I would invite people to read the research study or at least a diverse amount of sources that review the research study. In doing this, we have a clear picture, if not a clear picture, of how recruit training should be for both 
male and female in the military. Veteran Etc. invites you to join us again with your host, Mike Kim, every Sunday. If the content from this podcast is informative to you, please share the podcast with others. Give a like and or post something you learned from the episode on social media. If interested in other truly informative podcasts like Veteran Etc., check out cominghomewell.com for a listing of other veteran-based podcasts. Thank you for tuning in.